Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pinstripe Perspective podcast. My name is Robert Coles, and I have a question to ask. Yankees fans, are we happy today? Answer's probably no, right? Probably no. Because after the Yankees won 13 straight games, everyone's feeling happy. The Yankees have since lost four straight games. They dropped, as we know, the last two games to the Oakland Athletics and have dropped the first two games of a three-game series to the Los Angeles Angels. It's not great. It's not the end of the world either. What it does really kind of, um, I don't want to say confirm, but almost nearly set in stone is that the Yankees will be a wild card team, if anything, playoffs-wise this season. The Rays have won nine games in a row. The Yankees have lost four games in a row. So the Rays have gained four games on the Yankees in their win streak, whereas the Yankees in their win streak gained, I think, a game max on the Rays. You know, I give Tampa credit 18 to 1 against Baltimore. You kind of deserve that. So, yeah, the Yankees are eight games out of the divisional lead. Right now, they're two games ahead of Boston for the first place wild card and three games clear of Oakland for playoff spot. I don't want to get too in depth with the game last night. The Yankees, again, were the team to strike first. And then things just went south immediately. Um,. What I really want to talk about is Jamison Tyone and kind of where I stand on him and his role in a playoff series and what I think is <clears throat> what I see as being issues for him um, on, a, on, a, on a grander scale. But... Um, Yeah, I mean, so with Tyone, it's, he's, he, he's really good, and we saw this last night. He's really good at getting guys out when there's nobody on base. We saw this in his previous A's start in Oakland, where he kind of, you know, works through the first few innings, looks good. He did it. There's a more... um. There's a better version of it against it, you know, his third start, like his last I don't know how to say this, but the start before Oakland against Minnesota, where he pitched about five good innings and then got clipped in the sixth or something like that. And and what can what's obvious about all this is that when runners are on base for Tyone, when 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 runners get on, it just seems to lately be avalanching itself into a meltdown of an inning. And we we saw it happen last night. Um, we, we, we saw in the bottom of the fourth inning after Jamison Tyone has three perfect innings, gives up a leadoff single to David Fletcher. David Fletcher then steals second base. 
Shohei Otani walks. Tyone gets bailed out on a Phil Goslin bunt attempt. Popped out to Gary Sanchez. So it's one out with first and second. And then there was a double steal, Otani and Fletcher. And then Jared Walsh is at the plate, and Tyone has him 0-2. Pretty good spot to be. Tyone's best pitch is his fastball. And he hangs an 0-2 breaking ball over the middle of the plate, and it gets destroyed. It does not make a lot of sense to me. And Tyone is now striking me as a pitcher that when pitches when runners are on base, he it's like he pitches scared. It's like he thinks the other team knows what's coming. And maybe they do. Maybe they have a tip. Maybe there's something there. But it feels to me at least like he's pitching, trying to – he's almost thinking too much on the mound. Because when you have a guy 0-2 and your best pitch is that fastball you throw high, I don't know how you're not just throwing one high and out of the zone and trying to get a chase there. Why the pitch to throw there is a curveball that just drops into the middle of the zone for a hitter like Jared Walsh definitely leaves a lot of questions to be asked. And it wasn't done there. Was not done there. Um, you go to the bottom of the fifth. Tyone's still in. Gives up a single to Max Stassi. Gives up a double to Jack Mayfield. Ends up loading the bases for Phil Goslin. Gives up a single. Tyone's night is done. I mean, look, it's it's uh, it's weird because I, in the beginning of the season when Tyone was struggling, I was high on Tyone. I liked his stuff a lot. Thought it was looking good. It was more so he was having some bad, bad ball luck and not getting guys, but... I'm starting to now think with him that there's some big problems that come with being in a playoff series. And that's that he really seems to struggle after the first time through the order. He doesn't really have a great put away pitch when he's got two strikes, nothing that he's supremely confident in. And when runners are on base, he's getting smacked around. So really, he's just good when no one's on. So what I'm trying to get to is I think in the playoffs, what I would be most comfortable with if you're asking me, you know, what does my playoff rotation look like? I think it's a piggyback of Montgomery and Tyone in whatever order that's yet to be decided. But I think you go, you know, ideally three innings for Tyone, three for Montgomery, you hand, you hand it to the bullpen, seven, eight, nine. I don't know if I trust Tyone as a standalone starter in the playoffs anymore because it's, he's, he seems psyched out on the, mi- on the mound. He seems to be overthinking things when someone gets on base. I don't know what it is. So, yeah, I didn't want to get too into the nitty-gritty of the game per usual because I had some thoughts on Tyone that I wanted to get out there. 
I trusted him a lot more two months ago. Obviously, July, he was great. I trusted him a lot, and it was nice to see him perform after getting some bad results in those first few months. But now it's different. There's just like situations where he's looks like a different pitcher. He's just making bad pitch decisions. And you couple that with a pitcher that actually doesn't have a great put-away pitch, and it spells disaster, especially for a playoff game. So those are my thoughts on him. Um, I do want to talk about the Yankees' remaining schedule because I know it's easy to be down about the fact that they've lost four games in a row after winning 13. The division's over. But at the end of the day, I don't think the division was ever in serious play. And the division's definitely not in serious play anymore. It would take some level of a miracle. But the Yankees do have the third easiest remaining schedule in MLB. Strength of schedule is weak. Six against Baltimore, three against Texas, one against the Twins, three against the Mets, one against the Angels. They also have three against Cleveland. And then outside of that, seven against the Blue Jays. George Springer is banged up. Their pitching is regressing. They might be having a down September because they might feel like their season's over. So that might be more winnable. Those might be more winnable than we think. Teoscar Hernandez is struggling. Then there's three against Boston. I'm not so scared of Boston. They're just a different team now. And then obviously three against Tampa at the end of the season. That's in no particular order. Um, That's just who they have for the remainder of the year. So they can have a really good September and win 93 to 97 games. It's probably still a wild card spot in all likelihood. Unless Tampa falters. Tampa has a bit of a tougher schedule. Seven against Detroit, three against Minnesota, three against the Marlins. That's the easy stuff. And then they got, you know, six against Toronto, who I think they're going to beat probably. And then five against Boston, who they're proving to handle really well on Boston. I forgot to mention has all that COVID stuff. So you don't really know what's happening there. And then obviously those three games at the end of the season against the Yankees, and they have three against Houston. I don't think Tampa is going to be losing. I don't think the Yankees are eight games better than Tampa for in a month. I just don't. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna try to unreasonably get my hopes up for the division. I am perfectly fine with a home wild card game against the Oakland Athletics. I am perfectly fine with that. As I mentioned yesterday and the day before, not okay with a Red Sox Yankees wild card game because then you face Chris Sale, and that's trouble. So I think the path for the Yankees just keep taking care of business. There is no need for panic right now at all. Just got to start gearing up for the playoffs and, 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 and not letting the foot off the gas just because you're a little out of reach for the division. Got to lock down that first wild card spot. And as a fan, you should be rooting against the Boston Red Sox as hard as you can. Root against the Rays too. You know, if the Rays lose eight in a row, if they lose eight of their next 12, great. But the Yankees got to win to make those count and, you know, They got the Angels, and then they got Baltimore. So you win tonight with Garrett Cole on the mound. Have to win tonight, I think. And then you get three against Baltimore, and, you know, you're looking at a potential little mini streak again. So there's things to be positive about, plenty to be negative about with, like, Tyone and all that good stuff. But more to be positive about looking forward. Um, Should be a very fun September in MLB generally. So that'll be fun to talk about. And that's all I have for you today, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good Wednesday, everybody.